All right, welcome to the Shout Out Atlanta podcast. We hope it'll become a part of your daily routine because in just 15 minutes a day, you'll learn two life lessons, one for your personal life and one for your professional life from some of the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives in town. All right. Thank you so much for joining us again. We truly appreciate your love and support. And if you aren't already, we hope you'll hit that subscribe button. We want to keep bringing you these incredible stories daily. So today on the pod, we've got such an inspiring and insightful person with us, Lori Thomas Ross, owner of the boutique marketing agency called Web Marketing Therapy. She's an expert on leading unapologetically, and we sure you're going to be, you're going to love hearing about everything she has to say about that today. There's a ton to learn. And so as our loyal listeners already know, this is about the time where I drop off and I hand the mic to our interviewees so they can have an uninterrupted opportunity to share their lessons, stories, and wisdom with you. And so Lori, thank you so much for joining us. Can you kick things off for us with your story and how you got to where you are today? It's so great to be here. Gosh, where did I get started and how did I get to where I'm at today? I feel like I've been working since I was a kid, starting as a babysitter to working uh, at the age of 15 at JCPenney to climbing the ranks of retail and ending up at Saks Fifth Avenue, where my story really did begin as far as my career. I was recruited by a personal shopping client at Saks. No joke, she's in the fitting room. I'm handing her her shoes and her clothes for this cool job she had on the internet. And she said, you really need to drop out of school and and uh, reconsider the management track at Saks. You'd make a lot of money working on the internet. And I said, oh, you're so sweet. And I politely got her all wrapped up and, and on her way. And she called back a few months later and she said, you'd really be foolish not to take advantage of this opportunity it's a growing industry. You'd be great. And I think I whispered something into the phone like, I can wear jeans to work, right? And so that was a, a big deal sealer for me. And in 1999, I went to work for what was one of the largest online advertising networks. My first email ever was Lori at thatcompany.com. And I was thrown into this wild, wacky, wonderful world of web marketing. And it was like drinking from a fire hose. There was no Google. There was no way to look things up that I didn't understand. I had to make friends very quickly. I was 21 years old and y'all, we partied like it was 1999. It was the dot-com boom. It was unlike anything I had ever experienced. And I found myself making like really great money for someone so young and without a college degree. But I also found myself very uninspired when I would ask my clients how their campaigns were going. And I had some ideas to make things work better. They were just like, no, 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 we just want to renew. We don't want to do anything differently. And there was a lack of creative process. And I just wasn't feeling nourished in that job. And so I decided to take my dot-com money and not buy a car and not buy a house, but instead go back to college. And I, at the time, I had enough money to pay for the rest of my school and choose a really great private school and pay out of pocket. 
And I walked away from a job where I was making great money and Saks welcomed me back with open arms. And I thought that was it. I was going to be an elementary school teacher and that was that. And I was happily back to college. And then I got recruited again to sell online advertising at yet another uh, startup. And I couldn't turn the pay down. It was a job that was really uh, too flexible and too financially um, abundant to say no to. And I finally let go of the ledge at Saks and, you know, um, and I loved retail. I loved fashion. I I still love it. It was a really great experience and decided to just go all in. And I continued to go to school with the intention of being a teacher. Yet as I was finishing school and then I got promoted and then got moved from being a seller of online media to a buyer of online media, I found myself really falling in love with the art and the science of of digital marketing. And that's where my career really began to bloom. And I then got recruited again to go work for another company that owned a bunch of outdoor recreation brands. And um, then it just turned into, oh, and the, the most important piece I think that's important to mention is I was asked to teach uh, web marketing at UC Santa Barbara. And that was really a game changer. Uh, There is nothing more frightening than getting up in front of a bunch of students when you've never taught before and having to lead a class for three hours at night. And that was the best thing that ever happened to me, being able to share and teach this world of, of marketing that I love so much began to introduce me to entrepreneurs who were taking my classes, corporate employees whose employers were, you know, being paid to take my classes. And it opened my eyes to the world of small and mid-sized businesses and how impactful digital marketing could be to them. And after a couple more jobs and students then wrapping up my classes and having great results and asking me to consult for them, I really had to pick. I had to choose what I loved and I could have stayed as a digital marketing director and done that track. But I found that doing consulting and teaching were my big, big loves. And I was enamored with my entrepreneur students who were just having these gorgeous lifestyle businesses and, and being able to pivot and adapt. And so that is really how I ended up where I'm at today. And now 16 years later, I'm excited to say that I've run web marketing therapy. We diagnose, prescribe, and guide healthy marketing solutions. And it's all about optimization. And I found that when I started my business in 2005 as Lori Thomas web marketing, not very creative, but I loved making marketing better. That's That was my jam. And so as I continued to work to make marketing better for my clients, my clients started calling me their marketing therapist. They're like, oh, Lori, you're my therapist. You're like, you take all the stress away. I feel so much better. You help mediate conversations between our team and the web team. All of these therapy-isms kept coming up, not just with one client, but handfuls of clients. I mean, even sayings like, oh, Lori, I've got to get on your couch, those kind of things. So I bought the domain web marketing therapy, and I sat on it for about two years and really noodled and thought and then decided to rebrand in 2007 
And that was a game changer. It really allowed me to step into my magic. Um, and even now today, speaking of magic, uh, we've incorporated retreats into our work where clients will come and spend two or three days with me in gorgeous Serenby and they will disconnect to reconnect and unplug to recharge. And that has been a really powerful way to really impact marketing and move things in a new direction. So I'll wrap it up at that. Perfect. Um, Thank you so much for that intro. I think it really gives our listeners a great sense of you and your personality. But uh, now let's jump right into the lessons portion of our chat. So folks come to this podcast because we promise them that in less than 15 minutes a day, they're going to have a chance to learn a couple of great lessons from folks who've been there, done that, survived, thrived, and made their mark. So we'll ask you to share two lessons. And more importantly, the stories behind how you learn those lessons. First, let's start with the lesson from your professional life. So can you share um, what you think is the most important, unexpected lesson and, and the backstory of how you came to learn that lesson from your professional life? Oh, my gosh. I've had so many professional career lessons throughout my my lifetime. But the biggest one that was the absolute game changer in my work was, quote, do what you do best, hire others to do the rest, end quote. And I'll say it again, because I believe in it so much. Do what you do best, hire others to do the rest. This, this lesson did not come easily to me. I left the confines of the corporate world in 2005 to start my own business. I didn't have to report to anyone. I didn't have colleagues. I didn't have people coming up to my cubicle and trapping me for minutes or hours on end. And I loved being a Lone Ranger. I loved having it just be me going into my clients' businesses, working with them, supporting them, bringing the teams together, doing my work. And I did find that as I grew, I did need help. And I I had some dear friends, actually two wonderful women who are still amazing friends today, who I worked with in the corporate world. And both of them had uh, started families. And I said, hey, do you want to work from home job? Do you want to help me do some web analytics reports? You know, I'll do all the client interfacing stuff. You can do flexible work, you know, at any hour of the day that you want. And they agreed to to help out, quote unquote, temporarily, which is funny because um, one of our team members, Anne, has has been on the team ever since. And uh, Kelly, who um, I just have to mention her because she's amazing, uh, helped me build the business and went on to um, buy a business with her husband, um, which was super exciting. And it's you know I love watching uh, my team grow, but they were they were subcontractors and they were. Um, helping out, you know, as it worked for them. And I got a call. uh, This was, gosh, 10 years ago. And uh, it was my uncle in Oregon. And my father had had an aneurysm. And he said, you need to get on a plane now. At the time, I was living in uh, in Santa Barbara. And he said, you got to get on a plane to Oregon. And, and I said, okay, um, you know, do I need to like, you know, maybe I can come out in a day or so, he goes, no, no, Lori, you don't understand. Like, this is it. Like, you need to come. Like, you need to get on the next plane to say goodbye. And and then the, then the next part was, and we need you to call your sister and tell her the news, which was, I think, one of the worst things I've ever had to do in my life. And 
I was stunned. I was shocked. Um, and these amazing women, Anne and Kelly got, um, they, you know, I, I, I think I sent an email and, you know, in a blur of what was going on that I wasn't going to be in the office for, I think I said a couple days, which the reality was I was gone for a week. Um, you know, just, you know, for, for that. And, and they got into my inbox. They were able to somehow get me to hand over the keys to my password. These ladies took over the business, corresponding with clients, letting them know what was happening, doing what they could do. And it was the most humbling professional lesson that there is no, there is no, benefit to being all by yourself. You have to have a team, even if it's contractors, even if it's, um, you know, virtual assistants, you know, today and, you know, for, you know, over a decade I've, I've had employees, but it was the most smack in the face wake up call that I was nothing alone. I couldn't continue to do this by myself. And had I not had those super women jump in, my business would have imploded. And so, to this day, I'm all about having a dream team and surrounding myself with really gifted, smart, wonderful people so that the business sustains, but also so that my clients continually get the best possible service experience. And how about a lesson and story from your personal life? The personal life lesson that I lead with each and every single day is about leadership. And not just leading our businesses, but leading ourselves. And uh, my mantra is lead with love. Uh, leading with love for others, uh, for my family, for my community, for my coworkers, for my clients, for my three rescue pets, but also leading with love for myself. And this is where the unapologetic leader concept began. I am a pleaser by nature. I love to make people happy. I love to make things better. I'm very generous. I also hit a brick wall personally where I had, uh, it was a, it was a really major car accident. I was driving in the fog. It was a road I've driven thousands of times and unbeknownst to me, I drove my car off the road. I did not realize, um, it was so foggy and um, my, my, uh, my bright lights weren't on. So I just was truly in a fog. Um, drove my car off the road, took air and was miraculously caught by a bunch of bushes and shrubs. Um, and I see this spot every time I, I drive by um, that, that area when I'm in that part of town. And I was not leading with love for myself. The reason I was on that road is because I was going to a volunteer meeting. I felt obligated to go. Um, it was, you know, just one of those experiences where I was trying to do it all. I was trying to be the super mom and the super employer and the super consultant and wife and volunteer. And I was not tuning into what was important to me and I was not loving myself. And that fog, F-O-G, represented an acronym for fatigue, obligation, and guilt. And I was living my life with exhaustion, uh, even though I was hitting the gym all the time and maybe I looked fit on the outside, I was burnt out on the inside. 
I had way too much obligation in my life um, as far as the way I even handled things with my coworkers. I had created this amazing lifestyle company that my coworkers were enjoying and I wasn't enough. And the obligation was really overwhelming. And and the last part was the guilt. I felt guilty if I was spending time with my daughter and not working as much. Or if I was working a later day, I felt guilty I wasn't being the best mom. And I had to just stop and remember to lead with love. I was loving everyone else but myself. And I chilled out on the workouts. I actually canceled my gym membership. Um, I I joked that I, I got a live-in personal trainer, aka a you know five-pound uh, tiny dog who gets me out for walks, and I I, uh, I exercise differently. I nurture my body differently. I sleep more, and that was a big game changer. Is leading with love is everything. Um, and, and that applies professionally too. I mean, I can have a client who's having a bad day and maybe a little unpleasant and I just have to love them and just go, look, it's, it's not me, it's them. And I have the power to control the conversation and to be there for them and not to take things personally. And love is the backbone of everything I do. However, it's also about being unapologetic and being loving does not mean that you have to be, you know, what wearing yourself out. And that's where I'm really good at saying now that does not work for me. Like I just had a morning call with a leadership team that I'm a part of and they said, okay, we'll see you at this meeting. And I said, I'm not going to be at that meeting. It's my daughter's first day of school and it's going to be a big day and I want to be with her the entire day. So it's not going to work for me to be at that meeting no questions, no problems, the end. So lead with love. I cannot say that enough. All right. Well, thank you so much for being so open and sharing all of the wisdom and stories with us today. We really appreciate it. And uh, we, we can't wait to have you back on the pod soon. Um, before we go, what's the best way for our audience to connect with you, um, learn more, support you, etc.? I'm really looking forward to connecting with the listeners as well. And I truly invite any of you listening to reach out if you have questions, whether it's career related or marketing related or just randomly um, connecting just because you've listened to the podcast. I love LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn as Lori Thomas Ross. You can use good old Google and just Google my name, either Lori Thomas or Lori Thomas Ross, uh, and contact me through my website. Um, I'm on Instagram as Lori Thomas Ross, Facebook, all the things, right? I'm a, I'm a web woman. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, searchable and accessible, and I do look forward to having more conversations. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We sincerely appreciate your time and we hope you'll subscribe, tell others about the podcast. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review. It means the world to us. All righty. See y'all again soon.